Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. See, I'm just... What? Somebody's Introduce too excited. Introduce the show! Live from New York. It's Hi. the show that is 100 days away from the NFL season. Oh! That's, wow. that's not even accurate. Well, it's it's, it's 96 days from the Chiefs and 100 days from your silly Patriots game. 104 days. Okay. <laughs> Today, Tatum injured and the whole Celtics team limps through the finish line. What's next <laughs> for Boston's roster? Oh. Meanwhile, oh, hello. Speaking of football, DeAndre Hopkins releasing a little bit of an Easter egg on social media about the New England Patriots. Hmm. Basically signing a contract. And finally, well, bon appetit. It's the most delicious segment Ooh, in all of sports television. Okay. Title pie. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, good. We did not we did not have an actual pie. I don't know if you're excited about the content or the fact Both, that we've occasionally but I definitely want got pie. a few pizzas. <laughs> Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Uh, Nick? Yeah, do you still think Celtics deserve a slice? Do you still want to run that mockery of a segment you did yesterday? Because now you're breaking up Tatum and Brown on Twitter. No, I wasn't. I asked oh, the question. Oh, I said, this might be. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's coming yeah. up in the C-block. Wow. Yesterday, you guaranteed wow. a double-digit victory. He did. I didn't. You did. Bro, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I said, thought they'd win. You guaranteed a blowout victory. We start with too much heat. <laughs> Miami headed to the finals thanks to Caleb Martin, Jimmy Butler, and Jalen Brown's career-high eight turnovers. Here he is after the game. We fell. I fell. Um, and we let, the, we let the whole city down. It's been an honor um, to share the locker room with a lot of those guys. And despite whatever circumstance, you know, that we've had this year, we've rose to the occasion, you know. Um, we got to this point and um, we came up short. Okay. Yeah. You know who else he <laughs> let down? Uh, don't I say know. me. Bruised podiatrist. <laughs> uh, let down a lot of people. And I, before I get to my take here, I would ask, even if my colleagues on that side of the table still doubt the greater forces at work in sports, and even if you <laughs> d- maybe doubt that the basketball gods were going to put their hand on the scales, as they clearly did last night, knowing that Eric Spolster and Jimmy Butler and Pat Riley and Alonzo Mourning and Udonis Haslam in his final game of a 20-year career was not going to be blowing the first-ever 3-0 lead, even if that's not enough for you, at this moment, you must believe in the curse of Broussard, the powers of which (laughs) we have never seen across all of sports. But, however, because I believe in it, And I also empathize and feel for my partner, who I love dearly, Chris Broussard. (laughs) I have done some research today. Probably I should have been studying box scores or, you know, reviewing the all 10 with Wilds and Josh. you should have. I'm trying to find out because Brew, if I may reveal to the audience, is on a fitness plan for the summer, planning to walk to and from the train station Mm -hmm. to the studio. Yes. 
So I was curious, can you do that? Yeah, where are we going? As a toeless man. So (laughs) I have some research that we can put on the screen. These are all real places. Acorn Health. Can you still walk and run with less than 10 toes? The answer is yes. They have shoes for you. Give me the next piece of research, please. (laughs) From Life's Little Steps, walking without toes will impact your foot biometrics. However, you can do it. And the last one, and this was the best one I thought. This is from Foot Care After Amputated Toes. (laughs) Losing one or more toes does not mean you won't be able to walk or even run again. So, Brew, it's going to be okay. (laughs) <laughs> Life is a toeless man. You're going to be okay. I was shocked you still had him after the Warriors. You were. But at this point, I, I would just you're just hobbling around I, in I here. will save this because the toes what? are gonna just grow being back? transferred oh. from Boston. You can't do this. To another team okay. that I'll oh. reveal later. Oh. Let, let me say this. Yeah. Yeah. Propers and congratulations. To the Miami Heat. Uh huh. All right, I've been hard on. Them. Oh, you think you because all the undrafted guys, and I'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. Props to them. They 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 were great. And you know, I sat up here yesterday and said they won't be moved by that loss in Game Six. Yeah. That's true. And they they were great. But I got to get to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. It pains me to say this, mm-hmm. but Jalen Brown said it. They failed, and they failed. They let the whole city down. Yeah. Grant Williams said we got punked. Hmm. I'm going to put those two together and just call it like it is. You know what? They choked. They choked. Whenever you are the better team, They're- you have the better the – let's fine. The more talented team. Okay. You have home court advantage. You have all the momentum – and then not only do you lose, you get blasted, mm-hmm. and you score the fewest points you've scored since December of 2021. Year and a half. Yep. That's a choke job. Mm. I mean, if you played them tough and you just lost at the buzzer or late in the game, you didn't necessarily choke. They choked last night, and you could see it from the beginning. You could tell they were tight. 15 and point I thought first quarter. They were tight. But Miami was tight, too. Mm-hmm. So when Boston goes up 9-4, I'm sitting there thinking, no. they because Miami kept missing. Yeah. And I'm like, Boston could actually blow them out, like get up by 15, yeah, something like that. And then they kept missing. Yeah. They missed eight straight shots, including a layup in six threes. Yeah. And then the, it's almost like the Heat said, oh, they're tight. They're tight, it's, too. It's, and then the Heat got going, all, and they relaxed. I don't think Boston ever relaxed. No, you know why? Because they were off all Because night. home court is not an advantage for this team. So why and in is fact, that? Well, well, hold on. Let it. me give some context for it, though, first. It, it is historic how bad they've been at home this postseason and last, last postseason. postseason. Under Udo. Most home losses in a playoffs in NBA history. This year, Celtics... Last year's Celtics, the overachieving 0-1 Sixers with Iverson and Charles's Phoenix Suns that had multiple that had a seven-game series and then went six right. in the finals. Yeah, Those other two, the, the other teams prior to this year's Celtics, all at least made the finals. They're the first team in NBA history to play ten or more home playoff games and have a losing record in them. And they, listen, they are a disorganized. Poorly coached team that does not handle adversity well. 
They look, we have, people don't like hearing this because it is an insult, but it happens in sports. There are front-running teams. Yep. I, I'm not trying to take a shot, but it's accurate. The Buffalo Bills the last couple years mm-hmm. have been a front-running team where when they are up a score, they look unbeatable. It's like, oh my God. And the Celtics, when the threes are falling and the ball is popping, they look great. But when they don't, when when they're not fall yesterday, and I'm not listen, I'm not anti three, but I do think it is not coincidental that at times teams are like, man, that was our worst three point shooting game of the season. It happened in Game Six of the playoffs or the Rockets when they missed 27 straight in Game Seven. The Celtics yesterday took seven shots that weren't threes or in the paint. And I am not, you know, preaching the gospel of the mid-range, but at some point you need to be able to get a bucket. Yes. And game six they won despite not being able to hit their threes. And then yesterday, I mean, it was just, it should not be a shock to anyone that this team that looked weak, that looked shaky in round one against Atlanta, and looked shaky in round two against Philly, and lost three straight to Miami to start the series, wasn't able to close the greatest comeback in league history. To your point quickly, Eddie Johnson, former Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. player, he now calls their game. He's always talking Does trash it? to me on Twitter. Yeah, man. He, but he had why. a good point. We were talking about the three. He said a it. May 2 is better than a missed three. Okay, well, that, yeah. And that, <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> Thanks, That's Eddie. the problem with the Celtics. <laughs> you said it. They kept hoisting threes. Yeah. yeah. They kept jacking up threes. Yeah. So Go and get a 15-footer in here. here. Here's the numbers. From game six, Hubs, can you throw that up there? Just we'll put a button on this. Uh, seven for 35 from three shot, 20%. Game seven, nine for 42. They shot 21%. The worst by any team in a two-game span this postseason. The weird part about this, too, is once you get down, it's like, man, how are we going to get back? Like, I got it. <laughs> Shoot three. Shoot some threes. Well, yeah. it wasn't great. But they had, by the That's way, just Lazoulis real quick, philosophy. they had it within seven in the third quarter multiple times because mm-hmm. of Derek White. So it's yeah. not as if they were down 20 the no, whole they game and had to shoot. It certainly threes. felt like it. it felt, no, it felt like the Heat were in like firm it. control. Uh, Tatum twists his ankle early in the game, was never himself, but still put up 14 and 11. Also played 42 minutes? Uh, you got to. It's game he has seven. to play. F- it's game seven. It's, uh, you you okay. know what? Well, maybe you don't have those minutes when Jimmy Butler's just blowing right past you because you're on one Oof. good ankle. Oof. Here he is after the game. And it's tough because it you know, kind of impacted me the rest of the night. Um, swelled up and it was just frustrating that I was kind of like a shell of myself. It's tough to move. Uh, you know, it was just frustrating, especially, you know, it happened on the first play. Okay, uh, Brew, is that the reason the Celtics lost? I'm not going to say it's the main reason. But it, it's hard to say, though, because we can't even say, well, you know, when they say he was, got hurt five minutes in, we can't even say, well, they were off already. They mm-hmm. weren't playing well even before he got hurt. He got hurt literally on the first play, and he clearly was hurt. Look, I give him credit. For gutting it out, played 42 minutes, had a game-high 11 rebounds. But clearly he was like, I'm a decoy. That's what he was out there for well, because he only de- took 13 shots. Or a decoy for, for what? To try to, to – hopefully like, you're okay, trying to get the defense. That guy can't move. It's not much well, of no, a decoy. You're trying to get the def- – you're the star. You get the defensive focus on you. You would hope that would open things up for others. Because he only took 13 shots. So he wasn't himself. 
But no, this is that's not the main reason they lost. Cause that Jalen Brown didn't show up. Nobody else showed up. And I give the Heat credit. Spolster, we know he knew he was gonna outcoach Missoula. But what he did was he had this – his guards were pressuring in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. That kept uh, Boston from pushing the pace and got him in their offense late. And then he went small a lot knowing they're not going to drive to the basket because we're small. They're going to keep jacking up threes. Yeah. And, and that's what they did. Turned ankles happen. I'm sorry. They do. Mm-hmm. You, the, you do not Well, there's hit. different degrees. And there's though. different there's degrees different. of it. And to me, like we saw Jimmy – has suffer what looked like going to be a low. the Knicks, right? Yeah, he missed a game. It was and missed a game because of it. You don't get dispensation in the NBA in a game seven if you turn your ankle. Not if you have to leave the game and it's knocked out for the game. That's unfortunate. But the, he played 42 minutes because he had a sore ankle and was able to. And you saw it very. The sore ankle had nothing to do with him smoking the layup when they were attempting to come back at the start of the fourth quarter. It had nothing to do, in my opinion, with the poor shot selection when he did take shots. Like, this is part of being a superstar in this league is finding ways to overcome even when you aren't right. And I don't – and this is where – and we'll talk about it when we get to the Heat in a moment. This is where I I believe the Heat were going to have multiple ways to win. The Celtics, evidently, the moment it wasn't, um, Tatum, can you have a historic game seven again? They score, as Bruce said, the fewest points they've scored in a year and a half. And that last time they did it was a game Tatum didn't even play. Right. Like, they, they, they scored 84. Their season low this year was 92. Mm-hmm. So this is far and away the fewest points they've scored. I don't think it's fair. I think it is taking away what the Heat accomplished to say, and I am glad, I know you're not saying it, that, oh, yeah, if Tatum doesn't turn right. his ankle, they win the game. All right, so just quickly, yeah. played 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. It felt like he wasn't effective. He said he wasn't effective, but he also wasn't hurt so poorly that he could be benched. You're fine with him playing 42 minutes and being just out no, there. The thing to. is, who were you putting in that was going to play better? Brogdon, Brogdon didn't horrible. have it, and, and he was hurt. For You could tell that's yeah. why he had missed the game. And, and I know, I and again, know. we keep saying things we'll get to. we got the whole show to talk about it. This is where you, you hope your second guy can step up. And he tried. Jalen Brown didn't disappear in this right. game. He, no, he tried was, he to fill the void. Horribly. He just played terribly. <laughs> and I don't know what's better. Like if it was just the moment's too big and I and I fade into the background. I actually think that's I worse. I prefer this. Right. Yeah. Then, then listen, he went down shooting, but he just he's not a good dribbler. And he was inefficient, and he's not as good a defender as he was a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, work on his hand. Luckily, it's only <laughs> going to be $58 million a year to keep him. I mean, Jimmy ends the game with 28-7-6. He wins the Larry Bird Eastern Conference MVP. <laughs> there he is after the game. Yeah, that was. I just know why Coach Pat and Coach Spo wanted me to be here, and that's to compete at a high level and to win championships. Um I know that the group that they put around me at all times is going to give me an opportunity to do so. But nobody's satisfied. We haven't done anything. Um, we don't play just to win the Eastern Conference. We play to win the whole thing. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what did Jimmy and the Heat prove? The single most valuable thing you can have in the NBA is overwhelming talent. 
That will trump everything. Steph, KD, Warriors, Shaq, Kobe, Lakers. That, if you have overwhelming talent, the, the Heatles, you know what I mean, when mm-hmm. Wade was helped before Wade fell off, then you can win almost despite yourself. The second best thing you can have is what the Miami Heat have. Great culture, great coaching, and one undeniable leader. And that is the path teams should try to follow. We have seen that work. We saw you know, the overwhelming talent. I mentioned the examples. But what about Isaiah's Pistons? They have an, a great coach in Chuck Daly, a great this, this leader. This isn't Isaiah's no, Pistons. No, I know that. Yeah. But I'm talking what I'm uh, – Isaiah's he Pistons had, had he more talent. He was overwhelming talent. talent. The, Isaiah. But, but they he was the overwhelming yeah. talent. I'm talking about the trickle down from there. Mark Aguirre's okay, I mean, I don't want I mean, really. That, that's fair. They have more talent than this team. My point is, though, but they went through – Bird Celtics, Jordan's Bulls, the, uh, the Magic and Kareem's Lakers. They, they were not more talented than a lot of those teams, but they had the culture and the system. The 4 Pistons we saw do it. Mm-hmm. I would argue the Spurs, when they beat the Heat in 2014, because Kawhi wasn't a superstar yet, but they had a great coach, a great culture, and the, and the Heat at that point no longer had overwhelming talent. The Heat have that. And that is why they are the better team. I, 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 they played Boston seven times. They were .2 away from beating them five of the seven. Mm-hmm. They blew them out in the two most important games of the year. They are the better team even if they don't have more talent. I don't compare them to any of those teams you did. What if they win the title? That's fine, but they're not the Spurs of Tim no. Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. I'm talking in 2014. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they weren't those teams, but well, that's fine. But go ahead. Duncan was still great, and he wasn't himself, but he still was a great defender. Was sure. going to get 15 and mm-hmm. 10, and Ginobili and Parker were still great. Um, but here's what I'll say about them, though: the undraft, and I've been hard on the undrafted <laughs> players. All right, <laughs> but what do the undrafted players do? They stay four years in college. They haven't been treated as superstars since they were 15 years old. They, they come into the league as grown men, and they have a tough attitude like we're going to work our tail off. The guys that get drafted today are typically one-and-dones from the G League type stuff, overtime elite, two-and-dones, international guys. These guys work their tail off, and it, it'll be interesting to see, because this has been for years that you'd see a, four, a four-year college player who got drafted see. late in the first round, early second, hmm. play well. I wonder if teams will, will look at this from the heat and say, some of these four-year college players who know how to play the game Versus a one and done, that you need so, to look at some so of those. So I guys. just, if I may quickly, I think I think that's backwards. I don't think it's that they have this that it's because they're four year guys and undrafted guys. I'm not saying it's just because they're undrafted. It's because of where they are. are. It's because of the culture. There's of other Riley guys like this. Austin Reeves is the, undrafted. I, I play four years. I, I get that there are going to be you know individual examples, but we cannot deny. That the, that the story with the Heat have been, for the last four years, they have less talent than these other teams. They keep beating them. They have less talent. Why? It is not a coincidence that they are the team that has a 20-year vet who never plays on the roster. They value it. Continuity to coaching staff. Continuity from Pat Riley. And a no-nonsense leader. That wins. That is winning basketball. And they keep showing it. Want to hear a theory going to break? Yeah. 
They like being the underdog. That's why they need to go to a game seven. When they're up 3-0, it's like, hey, you got to finish this out. They're like, nah, we'll wait till we're underdogs. Wait, wait, wait. Then finally underdogs, and they won. That's a closing take. From I like that. Sounds like I like that. You, you know what? You, you should give that take to yourself yesterday. <laughs> you go in there? When you had them losing in the first quarter. In the I will. I'll ask Glory if we can edit it. Okay. Uh, Tatum and Brown played their last game together. Wild That's next so. on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. We'll right you back. should follow Wilds on Twitter. Just spicy takes. Check it out. I got I, I... Jalen Brown. Eight field goals and eight turnovers and eight missed threes. He's so he's there you go. One of the best players ever who doesn't know how to dribble. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, all NBA without being able to dribble. Heads into this offseason eligible for a five year, $295 million contract extension. It's $59 million a year. Here's Tatum and Brown after the game on the future. It's extremely important. You know, he's one of the best players in this league. Um, you know, plays both ends of the ball and, you know, still relatively young. So, um, and he's accomplished a lot so far in his career. Um, so I think it's extremely, extremely important. We fail, I fail, and it's hard to think about anything else right now, to be honest. Um, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Mm. So, Brew, you don't know this because you don't follow Wilds on Twitter. But Wilds yesterday Absolutely. speculated, are we watching the last quarter of Tatum and Brown together? Mm-hmm. So I ask you, should they break them up? No. Okay, what should they do? I think you have to sign Jalen Brown. For 5 Yes. $58 million a year. Because Tatum's going to get 5 305 the next offseason. So I mean, that's your team. Go ahead, give your take, and then I'll unleash a no. I mean, I think firewall that of I don't. I yeah, what's your I don't think you can. I think under the new CBA, particularly, I don't think you can give Jalen Brown superstar money when he's not close to it. Just don't think you can. And I think that it is not coincidental. I think Jalen Brown doesn't want to be a Celtic. I think well, he gave different. a couple interviews that made it seem like he didn't. And I don't find it coincidental, Brew, that his production fell off a cliff the moment he was named All-NBA because it changed the math for him. It was going to be very easy for him to leave if he wasn't named All-NBA. Now you're forfeiting potentially $100 million if you don't want to be there. But can we show you his numbers pre and post being named All-NBA? That's in the middle of the playoffs. Halfway through, 11 games in, played another 10. It's, maybe it's coincidental or maybe it was rattling around in his head. And I also, Brew, don't think, if, if this duo, the whole idea of this duo is, it's a wings league, we're going to shut down right. the opposing two team's wing. wings. Two-way wings. Yeah, two-way wings. Well, Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin just lit you on fire for seven games. So I just, I think you that there is better ways to utilize those resources than going with Tatum, Brown, and then what's going to have to be a really scraped down team because you're paying those two guys $110 million per season each. Look, combined. I, I don't know. I mean, we none of us know if your theory is correct about the All-NBA. Like, is that what rattled him? If it is, bye. If, you, if making second team All-NBA 
and having the opportunity to make $100 million more in a great franchise like the Celtics, historically great, Mm -hmm. if that makes you play worse, (laughs) you ain't the guy for us. I I think Jalen, I don't believe that, that theory because he's always shown himself to be strong mentally on and off the court. Now, he didn't show himself to be strong mentally in this series. I'll give you that. But my thing, I'm going to go more to basketball. And what they need is a playmaker because they don't have one. It was supposed to be Brogdon. He's not like a traditional playmaker. He can run the it's point. It's not Marcus Smart. No, Smart's clearly not that. And that hurt him last year against Golden State in the finals. So what happens is Tatum or Brown ends up handling the ball a lot. And neither of them is like a lot of teams have a point forward that can handle the ball, run the offense, get guys involved. They're not that. They can handle it, but they're not setting everybody else up. So I would I would shop Tatum. I don't mean I'm I'm not definitely trading. I would definitely shop him. I mean I'm sorry. Shop shop uh, Brown. Yep. But if I don't get anything great, then I'm and I don't have to offer him. The super max. You, you're saying offering a little less than that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Wilds. I was trying to get you here. Well, Brew kind of stepped on it. He but his was an accident. Oh, sh- no, oh, you would shop Tatum. Uh, here's the here's what I'm asking. Everything gets blamed. Like Jalen, Jason Tatum's deficiencies as a basketball player end up being shouldered by Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is supposed to be the second guy, right? He's the second guy. So it's like, oh, Tatum's down. You're supposed to step up. He's like, man, I'm the second guy. Maybe my first guy needs to get better. You no mean, one talks about like maybe Tatum needs to get better. Oh, they need he to does. go get a you gotta you gotta you gotta get rid of uh Jaylen of Jalen Brown because why? You don't have a playmaker? Well, you got a super max guy who was fourth in MVP. Why can't he do that? That's the, not his position. Okay. The, the can I the 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 Jason Tatum? I don't think you can shop Tatum because I don't think you can possibly get equal value for him. We were talking about this before mm-hmm. the show. I just don't think and you're don't you get think Tatum's equal better. value. Yes, but so you, I, no, yeah, no, no, I, I, I agreed on that point. The other reason that I think Jalen Brown is worth discussing is be, can I just throw out three potential phone calls about trades? that I think the other team has a long meeting about. Mm -hmm. If Boston calls Memphis, says Jalen Brown and something for Ja, Memphis at least has a long meeting. Wait a second. We have talked about Memphis's record without Ja, about Memphis needing an adult in the room. Well, at this Jaylen, point, though, you don't know what Ja. Uh, ja got to get his life So you're together. saying Boston is the pro- – I, I, I would love Ja if he's straight. Sure. Okay. All right. So, right? But that's gotta, at least, get his life that's at least a, a meeting. If they call Minnesota, say Carl Anthony Towns, that is a that it fits for Minnesota. It becomes Anthony Edwards' team. You yeah. need a wing. You gave Gobert and all they that were stuff. Chatting that that is a, a discussion and the one you don't like when I bring up, but it works for all parties involved is the Damian Lillard discussion. Oh, yeah, no, which no. is you don't like that? the I mean, this is what the deal would look like. Wild just thinks everyone gets attached to Damian Lillard. It's the, it's yeah. the solution to every problem. No, you're right but about you know, that because there's good. a lot of teams that would like Damian right. Lillard. Right, like, but it, you know, like, be that, good on this, this show. actually what makes we got sense. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yeah. He could break down the game for it. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
We know. Yeah, but he's not coming. Sense? But it always makes sense. No, but hold on. Like, but this is Samuel Lillard, come on this show, yes. please, to help us okay, break down I, the finals. I actually already asked him. He said, what he's not he doing, Yeah, because he, he doesn't want to leave Portland. Hold on. Wait a second. Um, but you have to find the team that A, Dame might want to go to because they're contenders, and B, that has an asset that makes sense for Portland. So that – those are those are discussions you've got to have because the Tate. I just don't think Tatum and Brown are going to get enough better together to get over the hump. I'll, I'll say this for Wilds' point of Go. keeping them. They're young. I know they've been in the league now seven and eight years, but twenty-five and twenty-six. They years are old. young, but it's and a lot of reps. They're going to get. But I agree. Usually, you kind of break through yeah. when you've been to four or five right, conferences. This is why I think Tatum needs to be treated if he's in club superstar like the other superstars. Chris Middleton can get a little slice of blame pie if the Bucks fail, but Giannis shoulders the bulk of it. Yeah. Here it seems like Tatum's untouchable, and it's always Jalen Brown's fault. I know he missed eight, sh- eight threes, and he had eight turnovers. He had a bad game. But it's not a 50-50 blame pie. That the I superstar agree needs to take the blame. You're saying it's based on last night or just in historically? Ge- in general. Yeah, yeah, he, wait, listen, Wilds has still got a burn in his saddle about the 100 turnovers. Right, clearly. He thinks that he should have gotten Last night, I think, I think Tatum's getting a bit of a pass because he was injured or hurt. That's why. If he was not hurt, he's getting crushed. But it's all – yeah, but it, it, scores it's also points. down 3-0. Like, the reason you're in this situation is because you lost That's your correct. two games at home. That's correct. Uh, now we're talking about coaches. Yeah. Optimistically, first-year head coach Joe Mazzula was one game away from the finals. Pessimistically, he looked consistently overmatched by Spolstra. And since the Bucks and Sixers fired their coaches, perhaps it's the fashionable move. <laughs> Here's Brown and Tatum. I give Joe my respect. Um, tough situation to be in. You know, um, and he took it. And he, he took it head on and ran with it. I mean, it was his first year. We got to the conference finals game seven. Uh, I don't think people give him us enough credit that two days before the season start, you know, find out we don't have a new coach. Okay. Missoula, right coach? I mean, I think obviously not. I, I think I feel badly because he wasn't supposed to be the coach. He's the youngest coach. He wasn't being groomed for it. He wasn't the coach in waiting. That guy got poached by Ainge in Boston. Mm-hmm. They didn't expect to move on from Udoka. And I listen. He was I, behind. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was <laughs> set, uh, right. He was on the second row. He, uh, this would be my question: What's the argument for keeping him? What's the argument? They're one game away from the finals. Uh, okay, but I that, think there's a few others. One, this would be your fourth coach in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think, I mean, go ahead. I don't want to. No, you go, go. What I think they should do is at this point, keep him and bring in some veteran assistants. Cause yes. you know, Will Hardy off to Utah, Damon Stoudemire so. off to college. Like I, uh, Sam Cassell who played there in 08, you know, won that championship. I mean, he wasn't a key Man, part of that he team. Should be but a head coach, so he so. should, but if he doesn't get one, bring him over. And if it, if, if it keeps going awry with Missoula, you got Cassell right there. So, I would bring in Cassell and some other veteran assistants and keep him. Oh, I think he could he – could, no NBA coach who has made it to the conference finals has been fired immediately after making the finals, conference finals. Several guys have been fired midway through the following, the following year. year. So at least let them start the year, see if you get cooking, and if not, 
you probably pull the rug out from under. Listen, I, they, everyone was okay with firing him if they lost game four. I don't think two decent wins and a buzzer beater should change your opinion drastically. That's where I'm at. I, I, again, it seems harsh. It, I, it showed that he hasn't lost the players, the fact that they came down. That he hasn't lost the players, but it doesn't mean he's ready for the job. And I don't think a summer is going to change that. Sorry, I know it's harsh. Well, he's he's got a lot to do. they got to work on that defense. Yeah, yeah get that there zone. There are other shots other than Figure out that three. zone defense. So, other yeah. than the three-point shot. My middle school coach had that. <laughs> you want to keep him. Deep right field Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Bob Myers, <laughs> who I'm legally obligated <laughs> Wilds hates this story. to refer to as the architect of the Warriors dynasty. He's stepping away. Like Frank Gehry. Woj writing, quote, he's unsure of his future professional pathway, but should he someday decide to return to the team side, he's expected to become one of the most pursued executives in modern North American professional sports history. <laughs> Wilds hates this story. I'm just reading. I know. Whoa. Oh, gosh. Your reaction. Uh, everything's more complicated now. Mm-hmm. And I oddly think, you know that silly meme where it's like the little domino into the big domino? Uh, about how one... I, I find think it this, particularly silly. Okay. All right. I think uh, this means they definitively have to trade Jordan Poole. And the reason for that is, I thought it was going to be almost impossible, but maybe could be finessed by Bob Myers, because he does have relationships with these guys, to say to Draymond Green, here's the deal, we want you back, we love you, you're indispensable, we need to pay you about $10 million a year less than the kid you punched who we couldn't play in the playoffs. Mm. And Jordan Poole makes $32 million a year, and they need Draymond to take around 20-something. And so I don't think that's tenable. So I think they have to trade Jordan Poole. And I think getting Draymond to agree on what he will consider a below market extension and getting Clay to agree if he wants an extension on a massive pay cut is much, much harder now that it's going to be the owner's kid, Kirk Lacob, and Mike Dunleavy's kid, Mike Dunleavy Jr., as the brain trust in Golden State. But I'm sure those are the two most qualified people for the job. Their relationships are just coincidental. <laughs> uh, I agree with you on that, that it'll be tougher. I, I think they've, they probably would like to trade Poole. Just because you, you want to, whether you think he's good or not, you just need to add some depth. All right, And he's a good way to get it. And it clears up the, the tension that yeah. they all admitted was there. I don't think, though, this is absolutely the end of the dynasty. Now, Myers is great. He did a great job. The architect. Well, <laughs> he, built, he did a great job building around because he didn't draft Steph and Clay. He did draft Draymond in the second round. That was a great find. And the best thing he did was hire Steve Kirk. Correct. And that obviously took him to new levels. But he did a good job, Leandro Barbosa and all these other pieces. They added around Harrison Barnes. They added around the big three. Kevin but, Durant. Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, yeah. that, that wasn't just Myers. Smart comment during the parade. Oh, that 
That's right. Well, there you That's go. right. That Bob Myers so is the one that made the joke about the oh, brand. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that was him. That's a great call. So where are you? First, it sounded like you were no. saying he brought Durant. Now no. you're saying can he ticked Brewer off. No, can, I just. What can I say? What you just say? To let the Wild out, doesn't Wiles. like the fact that it seems like certain people in sports get. Get almost pre-great reviews due to affiliations of certain reporters. No, I, I think that's, that's what not, it is. That's not. That's not it. I, okay. I think that I understand the dynasty part. I also saw I the agree. Warriors. He wasn't the art. He wasn't. But I get just it. I, it's like kind of just been he built around them. vernacular at this point. I saw the Warriors tank a full year, draft Wiseman, so he gave away a year, draft Wiseman number two, and then that's Wiseman right. had to go. Because the money didn't work out and he never developed. Okay, sure. And then he came back for Gary Payton II, who you already got rid of. You're making all <laughs> and, these calls. And would and, say they overpaid Jordan Poole. They overpaid they Jordan Poole. They should have fined Draymond. I and mean, there's some and, mistakes. And, and they're in the movie uh, draft picks right now. I'm not we'll saying see. they won't end right. up being great players, but they wish they could have those back. I think that's all so fair. Here's the other yeah. final thing. The Warriors and the Lakers – we're both championship caliber teams this year. Yes. And we, were, we ripped Rob Palenka almost daily. And by we, I actually mean you. <laughs> and Rob Palenka remade the team on the fly, and they got to the Western Conference Finals. And Bob Myers, I don't know what I, happened can there. I, Listen, I, don't, I think some of you know, I'll be very quick here, Hubs. I think some of the coverage of this has been overstated to say the least. Yeah, yeah. The defense of yeah. Bob Myers would be, I think he had a bit of an edict from his boss, the owner, of this two-track light years plan, okay. and that was not tenable. They won a championship despite it. I think if it was up to Bob Myers, especially if he didn't plan on being there for the next 10 years, he wouldn't have invested. He would have all in. He would, right. He would have traded away some of the young pieces to try to bolster this run around step. Okay. Then I agree with that. I think that's probably what he would have done. I think he'll be Rob great. No, right. I, oh Palenka my God! He's the architect. Palinka was Palenka Rob Palinka is the love. architect I, of what? <laughs> of what? He wanted championship of a second football. round team. Yeah. Coming up in 11 short minutes. It's the oh. most delicious segment in all oh. of sports media. It's title pie. You know what this one tastes like? Vindication. After yesterday. I can't Why wait did the Celtics see. have a slice? See your title. Why? They deserved a slice. Did they? They deserved a slice. Really? Because they're going slice. home. Kids but slice. for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you don't <laughs> believe that. Tatum and Brown went a combined two for 13 from three. Ten turnovers. Jalen had a career I eight. Brew, who are you blaming? <clears throat> I am going to put more of the blame. Look, Tatum, I- I'm going to say if-, if he didn't have that ankle Let's hurt his ankle like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 14 points, you'd be crushing him, and rightly so. But I think he clearly was hampered, unless he was just out there faking. Because you saw at times he was like limping, he's hobbled, he comes down after the dunk, and he's like. So I think he was out there largely trying to be a decoy because he only took, like I said, 13 shots, had, didn't have a, a ton of lift and everything. Couldn't, and, and garden was tough for him, too. They were trying to get him in pick and rolls. I'm going to say Tatum, though, because as Nick said, he's supposed to, if your first guy's You're having say some Brown, issues. Though, you mean? I'm sorry, Brown. I keep yeah. mixing them up. Brown. I put most of the blame on Brown because he tried, to his credit, 
He did see, okay, our number one guy's hampered. I'm going to try to take control. He put up 23 shots, but he had the eight turnovers. His ball handling was shaky, to say the least. Yeah, you don't say. And here's the, the key. The, here's the thing. If you look, you mentioned it, and I don't know that they would have come back, but in the third quarter, where they cut the lead to nine, here's, here's, there's one turnover by Brown. Here, here's another one where he just runs over the, the guy, who, the defender, and then here's one he, he offensive foul. Another this is one. in the fourth quarter. Yep. So the, these last two, fourth quarter they start down by 10. He makes consecutive turnovers, as you just saw, and then Miami pushes it to 15, mm-hmm. and it's over if they ever had any chance of coming back from that. So he not only did he have a lot of turnovers, but the timeliness or uh, it was yeah. just horrible. So, so here's he here's where I'll disagree, and this is I think somewhat of the genesis of your frustration with some of the coverage of Jason Tatum mm-hmm. is he gets a lot of the flowers, as people like to say these days, yeah. of a super duper star. But you can tell we don't really think of him like that because we don't hold him the same standard. That's Game right. six, Warriors Lakers. Uh, Clay was obviously way worse than Steph. Steph wasn't banged up, like didn't have any of the excuses potentially we would have for Jason Tatum, and he played way better. And the criticism falls at his feet. Giannis had 38 and 20 when they lost in round one, coming off missing games with an injury, and the criticism falls on him. It's how it works in the NBA. The best guy is the guy, even if he plays great, much less if he plays poorly, and mm-hmm. Tatum played poorly. And I know the gut reaction people are going to have is, well, you can't compare him to Giannis. Well, okay, there are two people in the league that were first-team All-NBA this year and last year, Giannis and Tatum. There are four people in the league that have been top six MVP uh, you know, vote-getters, if you will, the last two years. Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, and Tatum. So, it, it, Brew, nobody, you, look, you mentioned Giannis and Steph. They are all-time greats. I, Tatum is on a Hall of Fame track, but he's not going to viewed in that they're levels, no. even in the superstars, I, right? I Donovan Mitchell, first-team All-NBA. Not back-to-back years. You're not, but, but still, I, you're not holding him. Nobody's crushing him I, for getting beat by the freaking no, Knicks, no, the lower seed in the first I, round. I understand that, but I do. I think the, here's the part of it that I, and I don't want to speak for you, but I think it can be frustrating at times. The Celtics were the Vegas favorites to win the title multiple times. Jason Tatum was the Vegas favorite to win MVP multiple times early in the year. He ended up finishing fourth. He was almost unanimous first-team All-NBA. No one's talking about trading him like they are Brown. Everyone knows he's going to get the $300 million. All of that stuff, and yet he does not get held to the standard Right, that that's those correct. accolades demand. That's correct. I, I think that's the con- that's the issue. So but I also want to talk about Jalen Brown. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you also blame Jalen Brown. No, I, I blame maybe Missoula's game plan. Because tell me at what point, if you were Jalen Brown, and this is your line from three, this series, start off one for six from three. Okay, you bounce back one for seven. You bounce back 0 for seven. One for five. Three for five. 0 for four. Last night, you go one for nine. Right. At what point are you like, man, I know shooters shoot, shoot out of it. 
uh, now the season's over. You what? never got going. You shot 16%. Here's LeBron-esque. The thing. Uh, no, you it's not LeBron-esque. Oh, my gosh. See. You said Missoula's game plan. That's not his game plan. It's his philosophy. Yeah, do we That's have the, the difference. Hubs, tell me I agree with sound. you. Go shoot a 15-footer. Go shoot a mid-range jumper. But that's not his philosophy. No, and, and he was in uh, – I can just recreate the sound because it's very simple. He was asked after the game, should you guys have basically shot less threes? No. What no. happened? We didn't make them. It was like a blackjack player. Like, I've got to hit there. It's okay. like, oh, well, no, no, no. no. With, uh, hold on. America. So here we go. With blackjack, <laughs> play the numbers 100% of the time. Don't go with your feet. Well, that's this what he guy, said. This that... guy's staying on 16s and not hitting 12s. Well, if I was missing for – Don't know. If I was one for nine. But sports are not blackjack. But that's what Missoula no. is saying. No. Okay, okay. Again, He's like, the I... numbers don't lie. I have to shoot right. threes. Right, which is why sports are different than blackjack. I just don't want you to give bad blackjack advice. not the worst sitting next to one of these guys at the table. He's like, I'll have a vodka cranberry and stay on 16. <laughs> the worst. But the Hard point delicious. that I'm trying to make is it, it, it's in these high the I believe believe in the numbers over the longevity of a 80 game season. Within, w- within the moments of a high leverage, highest of leverage is game sevens. You've got to have a second pitch. You've got to be able to adjust to the facts on the ground. And I, it did not seem like, and this is where coaching does come into play, that the Celtics had that. And I personally blame Al Horford because it seems like he was well, coaching during the timeouts anyway. So he was sitting in the chair. Did you hear Shaq postgame? Uh-uh. Shaq said if, guy, if he started 0 for 10 Oh, yeah, three. so he punched you in the face. <laughs> He's like, no one. more threes. <laughs> and I stopped shooting threes. Yeah. They don't have a Shaq down low, though. They got Grant Williams. <laughs> He's ready for it. What's up next, Wilds? Pizza. If we didn't get any pizzas, Title Pie is most of segment in all sports. That's the only reason I like Title Pie. Well, it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, which means you're in for a delightful little treat. It's the most delicious segment in all of sports television. We're down to the final two slices, Denver and Miami. So without further ado, let me wish you bon appetit. It's Tidal Pie, Pie, and it is the season finale I don't of Tidal Pie. Well, okay, then make your own pie. It'll be terrible. Uh, last week, we were also down to two slices, but now we do have our final installment before the finals begin. At 49.9%, up 0.9%. Oh, up 0.9%. So the Denver Nuggets, which therefore, of course, means at 50.1%, down 0.9%, is the Miami Heat. So why the change from a week ago when smart people everywhere knew a week ago this was going to be the finals? Well, we thought that the Heat were going to get a bit more rest than they did. Now, luckily... They didn't suffer any real injuries. I know Gabe Vincent turned his ankle, but he's fine. Mm. And that is offset to a degree by the fact that there is now a report that Tyler Hero will be back for the NBA Finals at some point. And while I don't think I think this team has found quite the groove without Tyler Hero, I do think the ability to insert your second leading scorer mid mid Finals could be a nice wrinkle uh, for the Miami Heat. But as you can tell. The ti- you know, the proprietary algorithm of Title Pie has this series on knife's edge, which is why before I make my official pick, what is because I find it this close, I am going to have the tiebreaker be which team is saddled with what has been 
impossible to overcome the curse of Bruce Hall. I don't know. I remember Golden State in Sacramento. I remember lighting a, oh, a gold yeah, beam up in true. his yes. face. You're, you're, you're right. That there are I don't even, remember hearing any Bruce R. curse at that okay, point. Okay, yeah. I mean, was that I mean that was was that in series in I'm, March? I'm I don't it. even remember. I remember Boston and Philadelphia. Yeah. Somebody's finals again, pick. You know what? I, I remember. If I, I don't you know remember what? any he's, Bruce R. curse being uttered even then. Even the, the curse of Broussard is not strong enough to overcome I got the two Two highest scoring game sevens in NBA history. But aside from that, <laughs> it has it has felled all competitors. Go ahead. Okay. I, look, you're going to have to explain to me and the rest of America. We're looking at this like you're picking the heat. Well, I'm, let's Am see I who like you're crazy picking. to think well, that? But, but anyway, I am going with Denver. Thank you. Okay. And here, yeah, did you, you thought I was going to go with the heat now? Because they took down well, the scatterbrain Celtics. No. All right. Here, here's a few. I know I was ten toes down. <laughs> but they, they are scatterbrained. I call them like Every I Every time one of Bruce's team loses, he calls them silly or scatterbrained. Well, it, well no, I call them Timberwolves silly. Oh, okay, I've never sorry. Big. Go ahead. All right. Here's the reasons. Number one, Spolstra, who is a great coach, will not have this – Grand Canyon-sized coaching advantage over Michael Malone, who is also a great coach. That's number one. It'll be close. Number two, Denver is not does not lose focus like the Celtics. Good. All right. They clear when it's time to take care of business. They do. They get rid of Minnesota in five. They get rid of Phoenix in six. They sweep the freaking Lakers of LeBron in AD. Like, that's impressive. To go into uh, L.A. Yep. and beat LeBron and, and AD twice, that was impressive. So, I don't think they lose their focus and give away games like the Celtics obviously do. And then Nikola Jokic. How, who's dealing with – I mean, Miami's a small team. And so Jokic is going to have his way. Mm-hmm. He's won his last six games against the Heat. And you see his numbers. The points is actually down. Yep. But that's because, you know, Jamal Murray plays some of those games. He doesn't score as much when Murray's there. He doesn't have to. Field goal percentage. But you look at the bad. field goal percentage. Look at the three. And so I, this year they beat. Now I know this year Miami was banged up. So the regular season obviously doesn't matter that much with Miami. But for the record, Denver was 2-0 and against them and beat them once without Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray. Okay. So, okay. I think title – I think the bigger slice should be so for Bruce, Denver. I got Denver in six. Bruce, Ooh. big on the Nuggets. Got it. Go ahead, Wild. Well, as you know, as you guys were picking teams that are no longer playing, I had Denver – I believe in October. You did. Maybe September. You did. Well, then in Orlando. No, 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 no. Well, we got to give Wilds his credit when it. Listen, thank you. Wilds been on this show for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. I've gotten two things right. <laughs> what was the other one? <laughs> well, Puxatani Phil of football. I always get. That, oh, okay, right? all right. Segment yeah. right. But every as week. far as season-long <laughs> picks, he's had some tough ones. Yes. Denver. <laughs> Oh, look at Brew. Denver, he is nailed. So you, you do get full credit. So go ahead, Wilds. Okay. So I am, you are facts and you are feelings. I'm transparent. So here's why I'm a little bit worried about my Denver pick. Oh, you're going to oh, waver. I'm not wavering. Second. I'm transparent. Oh, why? You are there. I'm not wavering. You are on the cusp. You're I'm, on the doorstep. I'm not wavering. I'm just transparent. Okay, go ahead. Can we see my graphic? Please. Here's the problem. Yeah. I keep picking against the Heat mm-hmm. because 
like the Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks won more games, just like the Celtics, and just like the Nuggets. And then the offensive rating mm-hmm. is better for yeah. all three of those teams. They shoot more threes. The Heat can't shoot threes yeah. until you watch the right. game. The and Jimmy Butler's taking running, <laughs> catching shoot threes that are going in. Yeah. Rebounds. Those are important. The Bucks were supposed to grab all the rebounds. Yeah. Denver's not even that good. But the Heat are terrible. And I picked those two teams to beat the Heat. Yeah. That being said, third time's a charm. I'm going with Denver in five. Wow. Fast five. So how but are you wavering and you're going to I'm not wavering. I'm Wilds just transparent. You were, yeah, you were kind of. The Heat deserve respect. We can't just be like, oh, who's going to deal with Joker? I'm like, yeah, who's going to deal with Tatum? Who's going to deal with Five Giannis? is respect? Okay. Well, me, bro. <laughs> steadfast. Hold on. Ah, bro, Denver and five. We I, I want to give the Heat okay, major respect. So, it might go seven, but I'm Now, all right, I feel better than ever. Because Wilds, contrary to what you might think, America, Wilds is not dumb. That's true. And Wilds, <laughs> and Wilds right there wanted to go with Miami. He sure did. Because he is feeling Let's what go. I have felt before the playoffs even started. They now, I will admit, I did not pick them okay. to beat Milwaukee. I thought Giannis was going to be a mountain And you didn't think they'd beat climb. Boston if oh! they had met. You were saying, oh, oh it's going to be tough. And, uh, it's yeah, going to be I, hard. Yeah. They're going to make them work. Exactly. They're going to wear them yeah. down. But it, yeah. I got this. And then I – except that series never happened. And then from the moment they beat Milwaukee, I've never picked against them. Contrary to Chris Broussard, who's picked against them in every series in an 18 of 19 games, and now we're going to go 4 of 4. 4 of 4. Also, so here's the deal. This is not, though, just because of the curse of Broussard. You mentioned – that it is not going to be the cult coaching gulf that it was Missoula and Spo. I agree, but I also think Michael Malone should keep his eye on the ball because Michael Malone has had a lot of time, evidently, to watch sports television. Yeah, he likes it, or else how else He's would he fan. know what our you know A block topics have been <laughs> while he is supposed to be breaking down film? Because my goodness, Michael Malone, he he and Andrew Marchand, evidently the last media critics alive. So there is that element to it. There, uh, furthermore, and this part I know you'll agree with me on. Historically, it's not always, but in the NBA. There are steps to becoming a champion. Miami has been banging yeah, on the door true. Uh, with Jimmy and Spo. Their first year together, they make the finals. They then have an odd down year with some injuries. The next year, they're the number one seed and a game seven of the conference finals. And now this year, they are back in the finals. This should be the year they break through. Meanwhile, Denver, it would make – I think Denver with Jokic, he has shown it this postseason that he is more than capable of a deep postseason run. He's not running out of gas. It, I think they eventually will win a title. I don't think it is this year mm-hmm. that they win the title. They definitely have the most dominant offensive player in the series. However, I'm going to add one other piece, which is – to circle back to the Michael Malone, why don't you talk about the Nuggets more? If people did talk about the Nuggets more, we would have talked a lot more about a couple years ago when your guy knocked someone out for the season oh, with a cheap shot. Well, so you can say that this is fine, Wilds. I know somehow you think what Markeith Morris did warranted that. He, I disagree. Joker got cheap shot at first. Okay, but what, Joker got hard Ooh. fouled? No. Okay, we can run the whole thing again. Joker's running a uh, You know who disagrees with you is Jimmy oh. Butler. 
And there is an element of, I wonder how many times this video, Wilds thinks what Mark Eve Morse did, which you, you thought just that saw, was a normal foul? I thought it was a hard foul. And I thought what Joker did was suspendable, and it also actually knocked him out for the year with whiplash. And so, what we didn't talk much about it because we don't talk much about the Nuggets. So, people forgot about it. I think that's a little extra. And I think Udonis Haslam is going to have that video on his phone for everyone before tip-off of game one. So, I like Miami. I, I, I can't give you the basketball breakdown reasons, just like just you couldn't good. give it to them based on yeah. the Milwaukee series or the Celtics series. It feels like this is their year. This is Jimmy's year and their year, and they've been banging on the door. So, I will stick with All Miami. All of that's fair. Thank it you. does feel that way. There's not really a basketball reason to pick them. Yep. But it does feel that way. But I'm with Denver. I just think – I just don't think Denver's going to give away games you like that. We're going to get your favorite conversation on Thursday. Rest versus Russ. Yes. Oh, rest versus Russ. rest versus Russ. I love it. I love it. Rest Denver's versus Russ. Denver's been off too long. Oh. Rest versus – But who should just but say starters that altitude. You, rest versus – You were oh, all about the altitude, altitude yeah. when oh it was the Lakers. Goodness. Bring in the pizza. What? Welcome back to a delightful episode. Celtics lost. They scored 84 points. If you're 35 years old, a little bit older than Nick Wright, you've seen the greatest franchise in basketball win one championship. That's now, maybe the Celtics are close. Uh, maybe they're really far away. Mm. So the question is, Nick, should they run it back next season? I wouldn't. I, I think that despite this series... Jalen Brown's trade value right now will be higher than a year from now because if they sign him to the Supermax or something close, they're not going to be able to trade him for a year. Mm -hmm. And I think that that will make it more difficult to trade him as opposed to a team that he, that believes they're going to be able to re-sign him because you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't trade for him unless you believe he wants to be there and you just sign him to a regular max contract. And I think we have seen, we've had enough opportunities for this team and seen them not break through all the way to where trying to see if Tatum takes another jump, which he needs to without yep. the second best guy being another wing who's kind of just, you know, a lesser version of him right. and seeing if the team can become more dynamic and if there is something to for because I think we do need to see Tatum as excellent as he is overall averages wise get to that next level for them to win a title and I wonder if part of what I don't want to say what hinders him but part of it is he's the youngest guy of that core group Marcus got there first then Jalen got there then Tatum got there and Mar Marcus is clearly not that caliber of player of those other two guys but Jalen's second team All-NBA this year I wonder if you bring in a guy like a Dame who we've said before I said Carl Anthony Towns who I don't think in Minnesota is a winning player but maybe could learn to be I, I think there's reasons for it I wouldn't run it back and expect different results I just wouldn't I don't I don't think you're going to win the five more games that you needed to win this postseason when you were this close to not making out of game six of round two. Look, you have to think Milwaukee's going to be better, yeah. right? They're going to come back with a vengeance. Philadelphia, I mean, Nick Nurse is a good coach. We don't know what's going to happen with Harden or whatever. But 
and Miami's not going there anywhere. There we go. All I right. thought you were going to skip them. No, they're not going anywhere. Um, look, I, I'm not definitely trading Brown, but I'm, I'm shopping him, seeing what I get. What do you think about this? And I would have to get a little more. There'd be other pieces. How about Darius Garland from Cleveland? 20-point score, playmaker, 7-8 yeah, like assists. I mean, like, because Cleveland like needs it. more defense on the perimeter because yep. Donovan doesn't defend. Yep. And he's young. So, Dame, the one knock on Dame potentially, not a knock on him, but his age. Like, you trade for him. It's yeah. like you'd be trying to go for it Right, and, and you right. might, three years from now, you might regret it. And he is – but it would be interesting the dynamic between him and Tatum. Yeah. Because right? Because it's Tatum's team right now. Yeah. If Dame gets there, whose team is it? That's a uh, that's a Dame's fair team. question. Dame's team immediately. Oh well, that's well, it. Did you think it was I Pierce or Garnett's J- team? J- Jason would Well, I think it was Paul it was Paul's team. Right. Because he was the, the oh, legacy. That, that's that's that same, same but thing. KG had his role. I don't know. It, yeah. that, that's a good one because I don't yeah. know whose team that was. Right, exactly. They Paul also, was that the, was the whole vibe. It wasn't like right. your team. It was. Sure. That's Garnett fair. was a the inspirational leader. Paul yeah. was the question. And they shooter. played very different styles. Yes, and so that was, on the right. court, it was. But I also think Dame and Tatum are different enough. I think, listen, Dame's biggest weakness, aside from the age, which isn't a weakness, just reality, is because of his size, he's never going to be a plus defender. They got all plus defenders right. in Boston. Right. And I do think one of the things that is a fair criticism of Jalen Brown today, it, 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 not just because – it. today everyone's going to talk about the missed shots and the turnovers. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown has gotten worse defensively. Jalen Brown it w- was – a couple years ago, one of the elite perimeter yep. defenders in basketball, and I don't want to say the offense was a bonus, but it was that was almost his primary responsibility. As he's gotten better offensively, that's why he's gotten worse, at, no doubt. Yeah, and that and by the way, that happens. That happens yep. all the time in this league. Is once you get a bigger load offensively, your defense slips, and so he hasn't been dominant. That. The other option, I guess, would be run it back with the same players but a different coach. So I, who's that? Man, you know what Monty I Williams? think on this. No. I, I think that if they want to run it back with this group of guys, Brad Stevens should come down from the front office. Oh, Look, he, he couldn't bring get him over the hump still. either. How'd he do? The, say it again? He bring all his rings down. He couldn't no. get him over the hump either. Yeah. I understand that, but you. And he felt they needed a tough. But that was also now we're talking about where Tatum, his last year coaching Tatum was twenty three. Now we'd be talking about him coaching Tatum at twenty six, and and so I just because I Monty Williams wouldn't be my answer, Mike Budenholzer wouldn't be my answer. So then we're now talking about are we going to do a third straight? First year head, first time head coach. Udoka worked. I don't think Missoula has. So why did Udoka work? Because he won one more game. Right, and they had similar issues. They they weren't good in the clutch under Udoka. Either. So so, but they were they just, were defense first. Can I just lay that out? Yeah. Joe Missoula was seven. Went to Game Seven Eastern Conference Finals. He didn't win the championship. Brad Stevens didn't win the championship. Udoka didn't win the championship. But all of a sudden, Missoula deserves to be fired because why? Because Ime won so, two more games, uh, three mean, more he, games than that? Yeah, I wouldn't fire him. Then I ask you a question. Uh, the GM, I can't believe it. I'm going to ask the question. I don't remember his name. Guy, guy who runs OKC with the glasses. Oh, uh, Presti. Sam Presti. Sa- thank you. Do you think Sam Presti is good? Uh, he, he seems good at collecting draft picks. Drafted Chet, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so I think most people believe Sam Presti is good. Yes. He's won zero championships, right? 
it can't, sometimes it's not just about what were the results, what was the record. Sometimes when it comes to evaluating coaches and GMs, there is an element of art to it. And I watch a lot of basketball. The Celtics under Ime Udoka looked like a well-coached team. The Celtics this year have looked like a poorly coached team. And the broadcast keeps mentioning it. And, I, and you guys laugh when I bring it up. It is noteworthy that seemingly every huddle, Al Horford is sitting in the coach's chair. And that they don't, that, and it is again, they hired him two days before the season started. And he's, you, you guys joke about how young I am. He's younger than me. But one, that's what they're banking on a whole I understand, Wiles, that what, three more games. I, I understand that. I do not think last year the Celtics were poorly coached. I think this year they were. I think that there are instances of the, the Cowboys from 94 to 95, same result. Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, not the same. Okay. Same result. Udoka same. did get a lot of criticism in the finals, though. He did. Oh, yeah. He lost three in a row in the finals. Yeah, he, did. He, uh, he got criticized for that. Okay. Right. Now, this is a story. This is a great story. How do we know he's good? How do we know? He's never won. Because he leads the league. If you missed any of today's show or want to take it on the go, sorry, you're out of luck. Just kidding. You can get the podcast. Podcasts are invented. <laughs> what Metal sign. What you say? Podcasts are invented. What does that mean? There's a new invention called podcasts. It's like the radio. It's like the radio? <laughs> okay. Audio. I'm lost. Duncan Robinson, it's a new invention called podcasts. Okay. Get on Duncan podcasts. Robinson. I got Spotify. a new invention called the iPod. <laughs> iPad. iPod. <laughs> Good one, bro. Duncan Robinson scoring on Sam Hauser in the fourth quarter of Game 7 of the Conference Finals, just like we all predicted. That's me just recreating a tweet of mine from last night. Bronze medal, bam, 12-10-7. Wasn't that great offensively, but had to give the bronze somebody, and no Celtics deserved it. Yeah. Silver medal, Jimmy Butler. You know, the way he was talking about during the game, you would think he wasn't playing well. He's 28-7-6, but also the, the broadcast didn't know that, you know, Caleb Martin had just signed a contract and can't get paid. Oh, jing, 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 jing. I don't know. Call the game, guys, instead of talking about a pending free agency that doesn't actually exist. Gold medal, Caleb Martin. I didn't think he deserved the conference finals MVP, but I wouldn't have been upset if he got it. I thought it was close. He was better in game seven, but he gets a gold medal. 26-10. and 10. Unfortunately for Caleb, he did just sign that extension, so not eligible for all that money that Reggie Miller was desperately trying to give you, but that's fine. There's a medal from last night in the association. Checking in on some happier news for the New England faithful. I'm just saying, DeAndre Hopkins saying? could put anything on his Instagram. Perhaps a delicious meal that he was enjoying, was perhaps gym. a beautiful sunset. But he was at a lovely gym, and it just so happens that the Patriots Super Bowl was on, and he posted it yeah. with no caption, no nothing. So, Brew, this seems like an obvious Easter egg Yeah, that yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is headed to New England. Well, I way would to say he's hoping that Tom Brady quarterbacks the Raiders, and he'd like to go there. Yeah, I mean, that's why nobody – Wrong reason. Can we be clear on this? And, Brew, tell me if I'm mis- – I'm going to speak for you here as well as myself, but tell me if I'm wrong. None of us think DeAndre Hopkins is anti-New England Patriot. 
We think he's anti-Mac Jones. Oh, he doesn't. He's never. He throws a pillowy ball. And so, when DeAndre was asked about playing for the Patriots and gave the sour face that you give sometimes when Here, I have a take takes. you disagree with. It was not because he dislikes Cape Cod or Bill Belichick or Dunkin' Donuts. It was because he wants to play for a real quarterback. Mm-hmm. So him showing highlights of the Patriots when they cold. had a real quarterback is means nothing. So I would say it's nothing wild. Well, why didn't he just take an Instagram of some pasta or something? Because he was at the gym and football was on. He's a football player. Welcome to New England, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in September. Speak is up next.